Assalamualaikum. Welcome to a brand new episode of Project Progress. In our English reading segment, uh, we're reading speeches from around the world uh, that had a great impact. Today's speech is by Joseph W. Stalin. It's an election speech, and it's uh, at a meeting of voters uh, of Stalin Electoral District in Bolshoi Theater, Moscow, in December 19, on 11 December 1937. So it's quite an interesting read. Let's see what we have in store for us today. A little about the author, about the speech giver first. Under Stalin's leadership, millions of American Russian peasants were either executed or sent to forced labor camps and their properties confiscated by the state. Conservative figures put the loss of life from the resulting 1931 to 32 famine to 10 million people. In this impromptu address to members of this electoral electorate in December 1937, the hypocrisy behind the facade of elections as Stalin gives advice to his electors is patently clear. So, Joseph Stalin is not that great a person in, a, in the history of the world, and uh, we see that the author doesn't even like him. But anyways, let's see the kind of persuasion he uses. First of all, uh, the speech starts here. First of all, I would like to express my thanks to the electors for the confidence they have shown me. I have been nominated a candidate and the election commission of the Stalin district of the Soviet capital uh, have registered my candidature. This, comrades, is an expression of great confidence. Permit me to convey to you my profound Bolshevik gratitude for this confidence that you have shown the, Boliv- the Bolshevik party, of which I am a member and am personally a representative of that party. I know that uh, what confidence means, it naturally lays upon me new uh, and additional duties and consequently new and additional responsibilities. Well, it is not customary among us Bolsheviks to refuse responsibility, I accept them willingly. For my part, I would like to assure my comrades that you may safely rely on Comrade Stalin. You may take it for granted that Comrade Stalin will be able to discharge his duty to the people, to the working class, to the peasantry, uh, to the intelligentsia. Uh, Further, comrades, I would like to congratulate you on the occasion of the forthcoming national holiday, the day of the elections to the Supreme Soviet of the Soviet Union. The further, uh, the forthcoming elections are not merely elections, comrades. They are really a national holiday for our workers. Uh, a na- national holiday of our workers, our peasants, and our intel- intelligentsia. 
never in the history of the world have there been such really free and really democratic elections never history knows no other example like it the point is not that our elections will be universal equal secret and direct although that that fact in itself is of great importance the point is that our universal elections will be carried out as the freest elections and the most democratic compared with the elections in any other country in the world uh, universal election exist and are also held in some capitalist countries so called democratic countries but in what atmosphere are elections held there in an atmosphere of class conflicts in an atmosphere of class enmity in an atmosphere of peace pressure Uh, bought to bear on the electorals and by the capitalist landlords bankers and other capitalist sharks such elections even if they are um universal equal secret and direct cannot be called altogether free and altogether democratic elections here in our country on the contrary elections are held in an entirely different atmosphere here there is no capitalist no landlord and consequently no pressure is exerted by proprietary classes on non proprietary classes here elections are held in the um, here elections are held in an atmosphere of non proprietary classes here elections are held in an atmosphere of collaboration between the workers and the peasants and the intelligentsia in an atmosphere of mutual confidence between uh then between them in an atmosphere i would say of mutual friendship because there are no capitalists in our country no landlord no explanation and nobody in fact to bring pressure to bear in to bear on people in order to uh, distort their will this is why our decision are the only real really free really democratic elections in the whole world uh, further comrades i would like to give you some advice the advice of a candidate of his electors if you take capitalist countries you will find this the uh, peculiar i would say rather strange relations exist uh, there between de- deputies and voters as long as the elections are in uh, program between de- deputies and voters as long as the elections are in program be democratic or with the electors for fawn on them sweat in infidelity uh, and make helps of promise of every kind it looks as though the dispute disputes are completely dependent on the electors as soon as the elections are over and the candidates have become deputies relations undergo a radical change faced by of the deputies being dependent on the electors they become entirely independent for 4 or 5 years uh, 
that is until the next election the deputy feels quite free the independent uh, people of his electors he may pass pass from one camp to another he may turn up from the right or turn the wrong road he may even become entangled in a machine machinations of a not regular savory character he may come as he sometimes as some as some roles he as he likes he is independent can you tell how drowsy i am i just stopped recording for a bit because i was getting so drowsy anyways uh, we have to finish this speech uh, let's go can such relations be uh, regarded as normal by no means comrades this circumstance was taken into consideration by our constitution and it made a law that electors have the right to recall their deputies before the expiration of their term of office if they began to play tricks if they turn off the road or if they forget that they are dependent on the people uh, on the doctors this is a wonderful law comrades uh, a deputy should know that he is a servant of the people their emissary in, in the supreme soviet and then and that he must follow the line laid down in mandate and given to him by the people if he turns off the road and elect the he turns off the road electrons are entitled to demand new defense elections and so at the deputy who worked off the road they have the right to send him packing this is a wonderful law uh, my ad- advice the advice of a canadian who has uh i think i'm going to read this paragraph again i'll just post this and um, i'll keep the recording and i'll read uh, after some time when i don't feel this drowsy and uh, yeah we'll just publish it then assalamu alaikum back after a little nap I'm going to keep it really raw uh, so I'm not going to edit this out. This is part of life. We get tired and um we need to rest. So I rested a bit and then I had some ice cream and I feel all better. Really great to be honest. Uh and uh, I wasn't really absorbing much of this speech um Uh, it's not a person who i really admire and it's not an agenda that i really admire so i, I was just um i i wasn't really looking for any lessons in this uh, speech um, that's a natural bias i mean if 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 you don't like something or you don't or you're not inspired by someone even if there's a lesson we kind of ignore it 
so let's try and be better and let's read the rest of this speech with uh, some empathy for the for the person uh, whatever he's striving for he thought it to be right at the time and there are many times when we do stuff which we think is right at the time and later we realize we've really propagated that notion or that idea and really uh, but but when time comes we realize that it wasn't really that great an idea so same goes here Can such relations be regarded as normal? By no means, comrades. This circumstance was taken into consideration by our constitution and it made it a law that elector that electors have the right to recall their deputies before the expiration of their term of office if they begin to play tricks, if they turn off the road, or if they forget that they are dependent on the people, on the electors. This is a wonderful law, comrades. A deputy should know that he is the servant of the people, their emissary in the Supreme Soviet, and that he must follow the line laid down in the mandate given him by the people. If he turns off the road, the electors are entitled to demand new elections and as to the deputy who turned um, off the road i just want to get through this <laughs> i'm trying to read as fast as i can but i'm not that quick a reader that is, that's another improvement point i'm looking into where were we if he turns off the road the electors are entitled to demand new elections and as to the deputy who turned off the road, uh, they have the right to stand him packing, to send him packing. This is a wonderful law. My advice, the advice of a candidate to his electors is that they remember this electors right, the right to recall deputies before the expiration of their term of office, and they keep an eye on their deputies, control them, and if they should take it into their head to turn off the right road, Mm, to get rid of them and demand new elections. The government is obliged to appoint new elections. My advice is to remember this law and to take advantage of it need or if, if, if of it should need arise. And lastly, one more piece of advice from a candidate to his electors. <clears throat> what in general must one demand of one's deputies? Selecting from all possible demands the most elementary, the electors, the people must demand that their deputies should remain equal to their task that in their work they should not sink to the level of political uh, philistines, that in their posts they should remain political figures of the Lenin type, that as public figures they should be as clear and definite as Lenin, and they, that they should be as fearless in battle and as merciless towards the enemies of the people as Lenin, as was that they should be free from all panic, from any semblance of panic when things begin to get complicated and some danger or other looms on the horizon, that they should be as free from all semblance of panic as Lenin was, that they should be as wise and deliberate in deciding complex problems requiring a comprehensive orientation and a comprehensive weighing of all pros and cons as Lenin was, that they should ha be as upright and honest as Lenin was that they should love their people as Lenin did. 
this paragraph seems poorly translated. Uh, it would have had an impact in the original language. But anyways, let's continue. We're just trying to get through this speech. <laughs> Can we say that all the candidates are public figures precisely of this kind? I would not say so. There are all sorts of people in the world. There are all sorts of public figures in the world. There are people of whom you cannot say what they are, whether they are good or bad, courageous or timid for the people, heart and soul, or for the enemies of the people. They are such people and there are such public figures. They are also to be find, found amongst us, the Bolsheviks. Uh, you know yourselves, comrades. They are black sheep in every family of people of this indefinite type, people who resemble political Philistines rather than political figures. People of this vague, uncertain type, the great Russian writer Gogol rather aptly said, vague sort of people, uh, says he, neither one thing nor the other. You can't make head or tail of them. They are neither Bogdan in town or nor Selifan in the country. There are also some rather apt popular sayings about such indefinite people and public figures, a middling sort of man, neither fish nor flesh, neither a candle for good nor a poker for the devil. I cannot say that with absolute certainty that among the candidates, I beg their pardon, of course, and among our public figures, there are no people who resemble political Philistines more than anything else, who in character and make up uh, make up resemble um, people of the type referred to in the popular saying neither a candle for good nor a poker for the devil i would like you comrades to exercise systematic influence on your deputies to impress upon them that they must constantly keep before them the great image of the great lenin and the in imi imitate and imitate Lenin in all things. The functions of the electors do not end with the elections. They continue during the whole term of the, of the given Supreme so Soviet. I have already mentioned the law which empowers the electors to recall their deputies before the expiration of their term of office if they should turn off the right road. Hence, it is the duty of the right and right of the electors to keep their deputies constantly under their control and to impress upon them that they must, under no circumstance, sink to the level of political Philistines, impress upon them that they must be like the great Lenin. Such comrades is my second piece of advice, the advice of a candidate to his electors. Okay, so... Um that is an interesting um, speech. I was reminded of um, uh, the American elections in this uh, speech and how uh, <clears throat> how Trump keeps saying that uh, he loosely says that the elections are, are going to be rigged and that is so if he loses. Mm, so there's quite a lot of um, political manipulation going on. Let's see what happened in the end. Uh, the, the author makes a comment about uh, Joseph Stalin here. Joseph Sla Stalin, 1879 to 1953, was born. Uh, Joseph uh, Vissarinovich de Jogashvili in Gori, Georgia. He adopted the name Stalin, which literally means man of steel during his political career, expelled from the Tiffel's Orthodox Theological Seminary for spreading Marxist 
ideology, he joined the Social Democratic Workers' Party, was arrested several times and twice expelled, exiled to Siberia during the period of 1902 to 13. After playing a major role in the October 1917 revolution, Stalin emerged as a leading Bolshevik figure during the Russian Civil War. 1918 to 20, he became a member of the Communist Party uh, Politburo and was appointed General Secretary of the party in 1922, a position he held until his death 30 years later. After securing the undisputed leadership of the party following Lenin's death in 1924, Stalin denounced his many rival, his main rival, Trotsky, and allied himself with Nikole Bukharin. After attacking the united opposition of uh, Zinoviev, uh, Kheminov, and Trotsky, Stalin removed Bukharin from the Politburo. During the next decade, Stalin's agents murdered political opponents Kirov and paraded rivals in show trials before executing them. Uh, Zinoviev, Kheminov, Bukharin, and Raikov, among others. In June 1937, he began a purge of the army and tried and executed many of his top generals. In 1928, Stalin began the first of his five-year plans requiring the forced collectivism of all agriculture and the industrialization of the Soviet economy. When the Kulak class of landowners resisted, millions of peasants were executed or sent to forced labor camps and their properties confiscated. But Stalin's position in power and the propagation of his cult of personality Mm, were so entrenched there was no way of deposing him. Nothing could match Stalin's hypocrisy in signing a non-aggression pact with Germany in August 1939. This treaty which stated that the Soviet Union would not interfere if Hitler attacked neighboring Poland from the east was the precursor of World War II. After the start of the war in September 1939, Soviet troops occupied Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia, while Romania succeeded um, uh, Bessarabia and North Bukovian to the USSR. In April 1941, the Soviets signed a similar agreement with Japan, but these non-aggression pacts bought only momentary peace for the Russians. In June 1941, Germany launched a surprise attack on the Russian border, and by mid-July, the Nazis had pushed for 50 miles inland to uh, Smolensk. This speech is so... It shows how cults are made. Mm. The next speech is going to be an interesting one as well. It will be by Adolf Hitler. Uh, we'll read it sometime else. Uh, for now, let's end this episode. Mm, ideas for now.